I'm a zombie. I've been bitten. You're listening to the survival podcast for zombie nerds everywhere. Zombies Ate My Podcast. Hello and welcome to Zombies Ate My Podcast. I'm your host, Ryan Murphy, and joining me today is Lou, the busy zombie lord. How busy are you, Lou? Very busy. Yes, you're busy, I'm busy, but you know what? Bob is we busy. We still got a show. Yes, we're still going to do a show. Uh, we, we, we found some time. Uh, we're, we're here. Uh, Bob, unfortunately, is going to be taking a, a bit of a temporary. hiatus, a temporary hiatus. He's a... Uh, He's doing a lot of work. He's traveling a lot, and we we don't want to we don't want to stress him out by uh, by you know poking him in the are we recording? So we're gonna we're gonna plan to record at least up until Rick's disappearance or going back to the UK or whatever he's ending up doing on the show. Uh, we'll have a news story about that. But until that happens, we will reserve post Rick conversations, uh, or at least that that episode where he is. It, where his final episode is, we will uh, we will wait for Bob and we will do a full recording. We'll get the whole Zamp crew here. But until then, we're just gonna we're gonna record some shows and, and talk about Zambies. How's that sound, Lou? Sounds good to me. Cool. Well, before we get into the news, this is the final week to remind everybody that it's Extra Life this weekend. I'm gonna be playing video games for a very long time in support of Sick Kids Hospital out of Toronto. And thanks to the lovely donations of Zamp listeners everywhere, we are going to be playing Resident Evil 7 at 11 a.m. on October 27th. How's that sound, man? That sounds spooky. Uh, it doesn't sound spooky, man. It sounds spooky because you're going to play it and I'm going to laugh at you as you scream like a little girl. But it's that's true. <laughs> yes, I believe that is on the docket. And uh, there's still time to donate. If you can get a donation in before October 27th, by going to extra-life.org slash participant slash Ryan Murphy. We'll have a link in the show notes. And uh, every donation that in the name of Zamp gets an extra 30 minutes added onto our total. And uh, yeah, catch all the fun at twitch.tv slash Ryan Murphy CA starting at 11 a.m. I'm going to be playing Resident Evil 7 with the help of my good friend, Lou. You'll be my emotional support, Lou. Yes. And I will tell you where to go and what to do if you get confused. Yeah, and I'm wondering, like, we'll see how it goes. I believe the first, you know, section of the game is is quite spooky because I remember playing it, the demo. It's about thirty minutes before you get a weapon. Oof! All right. Well, looking forward to that, folks. Tune in on Saturday, and you can catch all the fun. Twitch.tv/slash Ryan Murphy CA, and we'll be doing donations. So if you want to save your donation for during the stream and and spook me even more with the with the sounds of a donation, uh, we'll just keep going. We'll consider any donation that comes in during uh, Resident Evil 7 as an as a extra 30 minutes on the clock. So you look forward to that. But uh, let's talk about some news before we wrap up Fear the Walking Dead. This is a bit of a sad one here. Although uh, I the you know video game industry folks wouldn't be surprised by this news. Lou, do you want to break it down for us? Sure. Uh, it looks like the PS4 exclusive Days Gone has been bumped two months back from February to the end of April. Yeah. I don't think this is a big deal. I don't think it's a big deal, but I don't know. You know, I'm going to name drop here. I don't know if you listen to Giant Bomb. 
um, or or any of the Giant Bomb content, specifically nope. their podcast. But they and a couple other folks seem to believe that Days Gone is not a good game. And and I mean, I haven't played it yet. Obviously, I'm a big fan of zombies. Have they gotten their hands on it yet? I would imagine they've they've gotten their. I I mean, I assume they have. Um, I, I don't know. Like I, to me, I look at it and I look at a game that's coming in a, in a in a genre that a lot of people accuse of being oversaturated, but really isn't. You know, there's not a lot of good zombie content out there. Two or three years ago, I would agree it was oversaturated, but mm-hmm. I'd say the last two or three years have been pretty pretty quiet on the zombie front. Yeah, so I'm excited that Days Gone's coming out, and, and honestly, I have no problem with it being delayed because its original February second date was being shared by Anthem, and which, which is going to be a big game. You know, love EA, Bioware, whatever uh, you want, but it's, 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 I, I'm predicting another flop there. I, man, it's going to be a big game. I'm not saying it's going to be a great game, but I mean, this is EA's putting a lot behind this. Uh, I'd be surprised if it was a a major flop like people are into these uh these loot fest uh shooters similar to to destiny i mean i'd be surprised if it if it did although mind you i i did see that it it here in canada i was able to pre-order it for half price so maybe maybe you're right so (laughs) no i think it's about to become a i think uh anthem is uh designed by a marketing team and designed by uh by uh what's it called when they get a, a bunch of people in a room to vote on things, whether or not they like oh, things. Oh, uh, focus group. Yeah, I think it was designed by focus group, and I think it's going to suck. Well, um, I I really don't have any stake in it, and I have no opinion. I did I did pre-order it only because it, it was half price, but uh, alongside Anthem is going to also be, I believe, Crackdown 3, which is another interesting one that uh, that you could you could have a negative opinion on as well, considering how long it's been it's been delayed. Uh, I think there's a couple other on the, others on that day as well. I, I think that Crackdown 3, I don't know how it's going to sell, but I think the fact that it's been like, what, six or seven years since the last one? Yeah. And I don't think that anybody remembers what the original first two were. They, yeah. I'm I'm looking forward to it because I re- remember loving those games, but it'll be interesting to see. See, if I didn't enjoy them at all. Yeah. I, give, me, give me some Saints Row instead. Yeah, same same game with 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 more humor and better mechanics. True, true that. Although it sucks that that developer has basically gone under. I think so. I I can't remember their last game not selling very well. Agents of Mayhem, right? Anyways, uh, was that the same team? I don't know if that was the same team. I think it was. It was uh, Volition. Uh... And, uh, this is not zombie related, but like it it is interesting to note that. A lot of people were saying like, "Ooh, same day as all these two other titles." Like that's a bit crowded. So them moving two months, three months out makes sense in long run. And they say like it'll give us a couple more months to polish the game. And it's an open world zombie game with you know dynamic systems and stuff. So more time is always. Good I don't. Into I don't view this as a bad thing. No, it's not. Well, well, what my Miyamoto says is a is a delayed game, is a delayed game, a rush game, bad game, and that's what you remember. Yeah. You know. Um, we got engaged on Twitter by, uh, by Zed Radio. I could have worded that a little better, but, you know, I am a social media guru, so I have to use the E word. Zed Radio says that, uh, he's wondering, okay, what game are we going to focus on in February since this got bumped? And he says he's probably going to devote his time towards Overkill's The Walking Dead 
and get to Mex- Metro Exodus, but that's not a zombie game. So I mean, there's some zombies. Uh, yeah, it, it is kind it of. Is there kind of, are yeah. zombies. Kind of. Kind of. They're like radioactive people who who just tend to lunge yeah. at you and go. But and but, the RE2 remake, which I mean, RE2 remake to me, I I mean, if you're looking at I'm, 2019 I'm, as the year of the zombie, it could be it, man. I I have a funny feeling. I don't normally buy things on launch day. Mm-hmm. I think I'm gonna be playing RE2 on launch day. It looks good. It looks really good. And man, I love that first remake for Resident Evil. That was the first Resident Evil game I, I truly played. And yeah, I just um... I'm I'm not excited about Overkill's The Walking Dead because I'm not hearing good things. It does not I'm... look great. I'm hearing it's Left for Dead with less mechanics and about the same graphics. Yeah. I just... And I mean, if it's a good game, it's a good game. I, and those things will be overlooked. But I don't... I, I'm I'm not getting the vibe that it's going to be anything different than something we've already had. Yeah. I mean, what what will make it unique by by it having the Walking Dead stamp? Like, that, that wasn't applied to left for dead i mean the only thing that you could look at is because it's walking dead themed you're not going to have those fun zombie archetypes yeah yeah it's going to be just zombies yeah which i mean you know i mean i I, again i reserve judgment until i've I've actually played it or seen more of non-beta footage but from what i have seen uh and how they're leaning marketing wise like they're leaning heavily into their pre-rendered and and not a lot of gameplay is there play yeah and i don't think i think that's a that that, that's usually a warning sign for me when i'm when i have to search heavy to find your gameplay footage and everything i see is your 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 cutscenes, then i know that something's bad's going on in the back end yeah well we shall see when i believe that's out before the end of the year at least on pc am i wrong uh no i think that's february oh they delayed it okay it was originally supposed to be out well maybe that's a good thing that they delayed it again see the emotive quote uh all right that's exciting hopefully uh, uh oh wait what are we looking forward to in february we were going to talk about that uh, uh resident evil 2 yeah yeah I'm, I'm probably in the same in the same that's, boat I, I i am so excited for that game that i mean it's my favorite of the Resident Evil original games. And we're getting a remake and everything they keep showing just it looks so good. Mm-hmm. It looks like everything that we wanted from that fan remake that was being made times 10. Yeah. It's it's exciting. It's an exciting time to be a Resident Evil fan and I really hope well, that they deliver. Not only not only that, but Capcom has released a lot of duds over the years. And it just feels like I don't know whether it's they've had a change of management or staffing or whatever, but I feel almost like they kind of something has clicked with them, and they've put out a lot of decent games in the last few years, or re-released older games that were things people loved, and it's almost like they're going back to the drawing board and being like, no, 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 we need to reinvent ourselves before we go. I, there's, there was rumors they were in financial trouble a couple years ago and i feel like they've kind of turned it around mm-hmm. yeah capcom really has turned around i was uh again listening to uh the bombcast and they they celebrated 10 years and they had they had uh, a retrospective where they went back and looked at their favorite moments and one of their favorite moments was a uh 
a, a blip where they were talking about Capcom, and it was the announcement that they were going to re-release the remake of the Resident Evil GameCube game. Yep. And, and they were losing their minds. Some of them like, this is pretty good. This is okay. And then Jeff basically says like, you guys, this is the end of the world. Capcom is releasing, re-releasing a remaster of a GameCube game, and you guys are excited. And I just thought it was kind of funny because now you look at Capcom and you've got the resurgence of Monster Hunter, the resurgence of Resident Evil, the resurgence to a certain point of, of Street I Fighter mean, V. It is sad because we did talk about a couple of months they did shut down a studio that was yeah. developed that developed um uh uh Dead Rising. But if you look that Dead Rising studio, they hadn't put out more than one or two games, and both the games that they put out were kind of mediocre. Um, I mean, it was sad to see all those people go and lose their jobs, but if they had to do that to continue to make other better games, mm-hmm. I mean, it, it, that's business 101. Sometimes that happens. Yeah. I, I was really bummed when they closed Dead Rising, but, uh, the Dead Rising studio, but that's mainly just because people were losing their jobs, but you're right. Like if you're, if you're not. If you're not being, maybe they're improperly managed. Maybe they're just they they weren't a you know a good fit for the for the Dead Rising mold. Who knows? But um, I I believe Capcom, you're right, has come a long way and and brought Resident Evil up from the ashes. I mean, Resident Evil Six was not received well at all, and uh, Seven has been has been a, a you know a, a really good you know they brought it back from the dead i mean without you know being too punny but um yeah february will be a fun time and you know i there was some recent news or rumblings that uh, uh you know skybound games that they're talking their hope is to have the third episode of the walking dead final season out before the end of the year uh which yeah. could put uh episode four on track for for early next year um there's rumors that those games are pretty much complete uh, they just need to be brought across the finish line in terms of, of you know, art and design and, and, and de- uh, debugging. So yep. uh, it'll be interesting to see. We might be wrapping up the final season early next year as well. And I, I'm I'm looking forward to it because I really want to see, you know, the folks who put their blood, sweat, and tears into that game, see it finish, see it out there, people enjoying the, the final work of, of uh, the Telltale developers. Uh, and hopefully some of those developers getting rehired and, and possibly kept on, you know, long term uh, at Skybound Games, because really it would it would only make sense for them to continue uh, that relationship and not just hire them on contract. Lou, uh, one last news story here, Walking Dead related. We, we are kind of breaking a little rule here. here. Normally this would be considered spoilery. But uh, considering AMC is really leaning into this, it's it's not really a spoiler. It's not a spoiler. They've been announcing it since, for the last six months. <laughs> I know. And uh, we've finally been confirmed the final episode for Rick will premiere on November 4th. So we have two more episodes. If you're like me and catching this, this show live, there are two more episodes, two more weeks of Andrew Lincoln, Rick Grimes, on The Walking Dead. And... That's a bit, that's a bummer, man. It's really sad. I'm just, I don't, I don't know how. I don't really care how they're going to get rid of him. I mean, I do care, but I'm not, that's not my concern. My concern is that we have two more episodes of possibly the the greatest character that's on this show. I I, I will flat out say that without reservation. So, thoughts? Yeah, I mean, my thoughts, I, I, I think that 
that I think them announcing that it's his final episode and this march to his death, I think it's I think it was a big marketing mistake for them. Um, I. I'm not excited for it in any way, shape, or form. No. It's not making me want to tune in and watch. It's actually making me not want to watch. And I think a lot of people are having the same problem. Um, I mean, I'll be curious to see where it's where it where it's going. Um, I've only watched the premiere so far. I have not watched the last two episodes. But you and I discussed it pre-show a little bit about what's going on and what I may have missed. And I'll tell you right now, it's not making me excited. Uh, whereas what we're going to talk about tonight, I'm excited about, and I can't wait for next season. Yeah, there's some interesting choice quotes from uh, Angela King, who's the, the showrunner right now for The Walking Dead. Uh, spec- having some kind of talking against people who are speculating heavily that he might die. Now, Lou, I know you're in the in the camp of he is going to die. Uh, but this quote here is rather interesting. The intention is, this is his exit from the show, but who knows what time may bring. I mean, that's pretty, like, that's that's pretty, pretty, uh, that could mean anything. That could mean he comes back as a director or a showrunner. He's actually doing the last time on The Walking Dead voiceover, so that, that could be what she's talking about. Um, well, we won't have to wait long, but I, I agree with you, Lou. Like, I'm kind of tempted to stop watching. The only reason I've it's out of habit that I'm watching weekly, because uh, in the grand scheme of things for Zamp, you know, if we had our way, we would watch the show, talk about it week to week. Uh, our schedules have just been really rough lately. But uh, for those who are kind of taking a back seat and waiting for the five final episodes of Rick to, to air, I, I don't disagree with that. But I know personally, like, Rick leaving is going to be all over the waves, you know, uh, after that fifth episode airs, I kind of want to. I kind of want to see it for myself live, and I don't want it to be spoiled. I, that's me personally, but um, yeah, not much longer. Yeah, not not much longer. And I think I just think I think that I think pe- the the show is bleeding viewers, and I think mm-hmm. this isn't helping. Um, I know a lot of people that last season when Carl died the show lost viewers because i thought that was that was a bad decision um and then afterwards they kept negan alive which i know is in in tune with the comics but i know of i know people in my real outside of the show here that when that happened they were like yep that breaks the show for me they should have just killed him they're gonna make him a villain again in two or three seasons it's like like the People I know in real life were like, "This is this make, breaks the show for me." And then over the summer, the last couple of months, they've announced, "Oh yeah, and Rick's gonna die next season." And I know more people that were like, "Like, why is this show even on TV anymore?" And I'm not the only one saying this. And I just, I think the writing's on the wall. Do Do you think if 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 they don't kill Rick off, it's gonna have the opposite effect of everyone like, "Oh, they should have killed him. They should have killed him." And then they're like, and then they don't I kill Rick, that, and people are I, are they gonna lose their minds because they think, didn't kill him? I, I think they're screwed either way. That is a. I think you're right. Truer words have never been spoken. I mean, me personally, like I'll probably. I'm. I think that at this point they've announced it's his final episode. They're damned if they do and damned if they don't. If they send him off, they got to have a damn good reason why he's not the show lead and why we're not following him leaving. <laughs> and I think if they do kill him off. 
that it's just what everybody's expecting and people are already not accept not happy about it. So no, it doesn't matter how they write him out of the show, but writing him out of the show is a big deal. It is, it's, it's it is gonna, a big deal. It's going to hurt. It's going to hurt either way. Yeah. To, to, and different people are going to take it different ways. And, and I, again, I'm, I'm really interested to see how they do it. And I'm really interested to see how we react. Cause I think when all three of us are present, we have, we all have very different takes on the same the same story and uh i'm i'm looking forward to to discussing this because i think it's going to be a little bit more upbeat and positive but let's talk about season four of fear the walking dead wrapping up uh this happened mm, uh late september late september was it maybe early october either way uh we we saw the conclusion to morgan's sort of journey from I lose myself to we got to go back to Alexandria to you know what maybe maybe I'm good here for now and I I got to say first of all the 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 villain we're not I don't think we're going to go episode by episode we're just going to sort of discuss the the finale and and tidbits that we want to discuss but I was kind of hoping we could do this weekly because I feel like we all would have agreed on the reaction to the villain they introduced in the second half of the season the the garbage person or what what was her name they had a they had a phrase for her she was like trash lady or i can't remember help me out here am i am i am i off target here i i don't remember it was something like it was something like garbage trash lady or her name's martha now i'm gonna look it up because now i feel terrible for calling her trash lady uh no 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 so i think that these four episodes we're going to talk about can easily be wrapped up one into each other because they they they, the the flow of this story at least these last four episodes it it, to me it felt almost like i was watching one continuous episode um we have uh john and strand are stuck on an island and they try to build a boat to get across the river, get halfway across, and get realize they got to turn around and go back before the alligator gets them. Mm-hmm. Um, and in the meantime, uh, Morgan and the rest of them are trying to figure out. Uh, Filthy uh, woman. Sorry. Yeah. Not any better than trash lady. <laughs> Same thing. Yeah. Sorry, I interrupted but, uh, you. But no, um, the, everybody else is looking for Charlie, and we already know that she's with uh, Alicia. Um, sorry, I'm skimming over this because it has been a couple. It, it has been a while. Um, I, I think that the the four episodes that we haven't covered on the show are a couple episodes of people trying to find each other again and and they do they do they do kind of get to that way but i think the most unique of all of the people who are kind of separated is uh uh nemo not nemo dory dory and uh strand who are stuck on an island artificial island that's been flooded and you're right you mentioned there's an alligator like a quite large alligator that seems to be very fond of of eating anything that enters its its territory so they 
Strand is like happy to drink himself silly and give up on life, but Dory is trying to escape because he loves June and he wants to be reunited. And they they come up with there's a couple episodes where they're trying to concoct a way to get across this this treacherous uh, stretch of water uh, and into hilarious hilarious and somewhat defeating effect. And I thought that was a great setup. You know, like mm-hmm. it's not zombies that are the problem. It's this alligator that it just seems to be, or was it a crocodile? It's a it, crocodile, alligator. Same idea. It's, yeah, same idea. I guess I just, I don't want to save us some emails because either where are they? They're in the south, so there's got to be it's yeah. got to be a specific type, right? Should ask my nana. She's from she's she's down in the south right now. Um, not the same though. Florida is not the same as Texas. Uh, so yeah, they're them trying to get across and, and they eventually do fail as, uh, as their, I think their boat springs a leak or something. They end up getting like a, yeah, the, the boat starts leaking and the alligator, they run out of bullets and the alligator is turning around mm-hmm. and coming for them. So they have to get out and swim as fast as they can back to where they came from. Yeah. And I thought that was a really good sort of moment that, that they were presenting this this issue where Strand really doesn't want to go, but he does feel some sort of a connection to Dory, and Dory obviously wants to go because he's still he's still in love with uh, with June, and and it was really good. And the way that wraps up, and that they're just they're discovered by um, uh, names uh, Alicia and Charlie. Yeah. Uh, so I thought it was a really good ending. And then when all the characters come back together at the end. Uh, to a certain extent there was a there was an interesting well first of all let's talk about um character names booze guy beery beery mcbeardy pants the guy who brews beer i really liked him it turns out he was kind of a kind of a selfish butthole uh also bad at defending himself because he gets bitten right yeah and he he, and he outright become gets kind of known as a, a coward you know every time something happens he is the first person to go hide behind everybody else he doesn't want to defend himself so that kind of tells you he ain't gonna make it yeah yeah i i you you find out right away yeah you're right when he gets bit he he is he doesn't do what a lot of people do and when they get bit they realize their own mortality he kind of sticks in character and is like what i'm dying i'm not gonna help you like i'm just i'm gonna tag along but i'm not gonna do anything to sort of help you out uh, yeah until the very end when he has a change of heart morgan just talks him down to a, to a certain extent uh and and then he creates a distraction in, in such a weird and kind of dark way and then he throws himself off a building and hits a car and and causes a car alarm to go off yeah i thought, I thought that was rather dark in the sense that he kind of just committed suicide, right? Like uh, he did, but I saw things up there on the roof. I was like, why can't he go find a brick? Like or, throw a brick first, uh, right? Yeah, like like there's other things you can do to make a distraction. Like besides, like when you after we've shown you running out of ideas, then then you jump off. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and and that's fine. But we also got a flashback sequence of Martha and why she's crazy. Yeah, and it it explains her story as to like how her husband got bit, and nobody would help them, and eventually he cha- turned, and she just kind of went nuts, and 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 that was fine, 
But I and I think her as a character, as a villain, I thought she was really different and unique. Um, because you're not we're, you're not dealing with a group of people that are trying to sabotage you. You're dealing with one person who's nuts. Mm-hmm. And Morgan spends the entire rest of the season trying to tell her that she can make a difference. She can change. She can make a difference. And right down to her last dying breath, he refuses to kill her. And she intentionally gets herself changed because she thinks that being a zombie makes you stronger. Yeah. Because she's she's lost it. Yeah. It, it makes sense in the like in the grand scheme of things, you're right, when you see her origin story and why she's she's still teetering on the edge and and, and she never gets pulled back. You know, she oh, always kind of keeps going and down. Morgan tries over and over and over again. And I think one of the things I enjoyed so much about the season is we did do the split up and everybody's gotta find each other again. But we did such a good job of putting everybody back together. Mm-hmm. Like, they all end up stuck in that hospital. And at every turn, you keep thinking somebody's going to die. Somebody's going to die. Somebody's going to die. And so one person dies. But this show did something that it never does. We went almost a half a season where nobody died. And in the end, it wasn't like multiple deaths. It was like one death of somebody that was kind of unimportant. And all our heroes survived for another season. Yeah. It, the deaths in this overall season of Fear the Walking Dead, they there was a lot of cleanup at the beginning where they had character, they had actors who were out. They you know they the new showrunners come in, they kind of cherry picked what they wanted from from the characters and and moved on from there. And I think the the, the second half of the season was very strong, and that you felt that the new showrunners had had the hand they wanted. These are the characters that we want to explore. We've we've weeded out the folks that that have had their time in the in the limelight, and I think you're right. Like, unlike The Walking Dead, where it's very dark that this is a show where we're constantly waiting to find out ooh, who's going to die next. Who's that's that's been the that's the first five episodes of of The Walking Dead's return in season nine is like who's going to die, who's going to die, how are they going to die? Like that's to me very dark, and I know that's the show, but like this second half of Fear the Walking Dead was more, but not less about who's going to die. It was more about Morgan wants to go back to Alexandria. It's a road trip. They're meeting new people. They're exploring what it's like to leave supplies on the road and, and also exploring someone who's severely damaged. You know, we're getting it, more of this Morgan. It was also, it, it, it was also awesome to see Morgan bump into people and then being like, no, 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 just join us. And except for this crazy lady, nobody was like, no, I'm going to steal your stuff, man. Everybody was like, we're going to do what? You want to do the good? You want... There's not enough good people in the world. All right, I'll help you. You're like, mm-hmm. like nobody nobody put up a fight except for this Martha lady. And, I mean, they even did something creative. They escaped the hospital. They get away. And they ended up in a gas station. Yeah. And it was full of poison supplies. And Morgan... They needed to know what it was that they were poisoned with so that they could take the antidote. Mm-hmm. And Morgan saves them all. But we had a fight scene with zombies where they were all sick. Like, it, 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 at any point, any of these people could have died. But mm-hmm. it, but we constantly were like, no, no, no. They rised above, rised above. And 
this was such a positive, like I never felt when I watch regular walking dead, it's always like the next major moral decision that is going Mm. to affect our group. Who's going to die this week. Yeah. And this show, even when they were in danger, I was like, I never felt like I was waiting for the, the other shoot to drop for who was going to die. I always felt like they're telling me a good story. Yeah, and I think that's what we get with the end of this. And the, Whether it was connected or not, like it was uh, the gas station that we come across. That's the gas station that Morgan is at the very beginning. And all the supplies were there. He's like, oh, this is great. And it turns out we we did see on screen, so it wasn't something that happens off screen, which is another thing that AMC seems to do a lot of, you know, where it's like, oh, that happened off screen and explains it. You can kind of use your imagination. No, we see Martha at that gas station. We, we didn't know at the time, but we know now that she's been, you know, poisoning these supplies to some extent, or at least affecting them in a negative way. And we find out that she spiked the whole water supply with, uh, with antifreeze. Um, yeah. And the solution to antifreeze was ethanol. So yeah. they see this truck out front. Like you said, there's a great zombie scene where, or zombie fight scene where they're all, you know, trying to get this ethanol truck. It's like, oh, there's the cure. It's right out there. And I think Alfie ends up uh, destroying it with her machine gun because they're, they're being overrun by zombies, which is fine. I guess, you know, it destroys the ethanol truck, but at least all the zombies are dead. And then, mm-hmm. and then Morgan, uh, Morgan's like, oh, well, I'll be right there the the number one uh ingredient or the the solution to this problem is alcohol so he had a bunch of beer that he picked up from you know uh beer guy's stash and it just it it ends in you know they kill martha whatever he goes back to find martha who'd been chained to a to a car because she refused to you know give up her crazy uh, escapades and she he he puts her down after she's been zombified but he comes back with this beer and it and the season ends with this moment of kind of com- comedic value where everybody's drinking, including Charlie and her surrogate parents, uh, Dory and June are saying, uh, Hey, n- you're not allowed to be poisoned again until you're 21. <laughs> yeah. You know, and, and not only that, but they eventually the answer comes to Morgan. So when are we going to head to Alexandria? And Morgan's like, we're not. Yeah. We're going to continue to do this. Because she said, I think, uh, you know, Alicia said to him, well, you want to go back and help those people? Well, there are people here that need helping. Need help. Yeah. And it's, uh, it, it was, you know, normally we'd probably sit here and we'd say like, ugh, okay, so you have a whole half season of us like itching to go back to Alexandria. And then the I never end- was itching for them to go back to Alexandria. I never thought they would go back to Alexandria. Mm-hmm. It didn't make I sense don't... in the grand scheme of things, but what I'm trying to say is basically that I was worried that a lot of people would be like, "Oh, Alexandria, Alexandria," and then all of a sudden there's this this half, um, you know, ten, ten point turn or just this quick turnaround. Like, no, we're staying here. Dun dun dun. Fear the Walking Dead successful. We're not going to merge back up. I, I'm I'm happy that that he's staying because it makes perfect sense because he left. I'm happy. I'm happy that he's staying. But it would make sense if regular Walking Dead does do another season or two, which I'm still not sure that they're going to make it through this season without getting canned. Um, I, I wouldn't be surprised if, you know, we see them eventually meet up again. I don't think we're going to see anybody from this cast join their cast. 
but I wouldn't be surprised for seeing them meet up with the people from Alexandria and being like, yeah, we're here for our supplies so that we can take them in our truck out West. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. I I mean, that could happen. And I, I think Morgan eventually reunites with Alexandria at some point or in some fashion. But what I was, what I was getting at is it just, it's, um, it was nice to see because when Morgan left Alexandria, like Alexandria for all intents and purposes, the war was over and, and people, people leave in, in the end of war times. Like everybody reacts differently to, to constant war and suddenly being over. It's like, okay, what do I do with myself? And, and he kind of, he just ran away and, and he realized like in his head, Alexandria is still fine. Cause they had every, in his mind, they had solved all those problems. So theoretically, if Rick's in charge, it's going to continue in a positive manner so in in his like I think he'll attempt to make contact with Alexandria again in some point or fashion, whether it's through his network of trucks like you described. Um, but next season has this really interesting potential of being a continuation of this positivity, and they're already talking about using Alfie's tapes to. I keep calling her Alfie. Is her name Alfie? Now I feel like that's that's incorrect. I don't know, but. Um, they call her Al, so uh, yeah. Using Al's tapes, Althea. Althea, thank you. So Alfie is kind of like maybe it's her nickname. Uh, so using Alfie's tapes to seek out other survivors, and people are saying like, "Oh, there's one labeled DS and a character that we haven't seen this entire season that is still potentially alive." Is uh, is uh, Danny's uh, Sal- Sal- Salamander Salazar? You remember him? Yeah. So he he could technically still be alive. He's one of the the few characters, uh, and and he never gets mentioned at all this season, even by characters that may have considered like they weren't very close at the end of season three. But it's kind of surprising that they don't mention him. Um, but I guess he's got no real you know family connection left in in that family. He was just sort of there. Uh, but if you save Strand, like I don't know, <laughs> you save Strand, but you don't save Danny. That's a little suspect, so we'll see. But he could come back, which is kind of exciting. I really liked his character. So he survived worse, remember? He Remember he yep. burned down and then he showed back up a couple episodes later? <laughs> so I don't know. I'm looking forward to season five of Fear the Walking Dead. Uh, I mean, I can wait for April. Don't get me wrong. But um, yeah, I'm really glad to see that they 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 brought it back. They made it good. And they stuck the landing, which hasn't been something they've done at all on Fear the Walking Dead. Yeah, I mean, I, I, for the first time, this has always been a show that I've, since the end of the first season, stated over and over and over again that I want to like it, but it doesn't. It, 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 I feel like it, it, it goes too far into Walking Dead territory, and. I feel like the show has been all over the place. This was the first season where I felt like they told me a consistent story from beginning to end. They even changed their lead of the show. And I felt that they did it successful. And the way the show ended, it ended on such a positive note for me that I was like, man, I really want to see what they do next season. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and they don't leave it on a cliffhanger. They they did the, they did what is some of the best endings for the walking dead where they kind of, they kind of pan the camera out. There's a there's a voice line, and there's a strong hint as to what's coming. Um, it reminded me a lot of the end of season two when they teased the the prison. 
Um, I thought that was a, a very strong ending to a season in, in the way they were foreshadowing. And they they did a very good job at foreshadowing what season five could potentially be. And, and uh, yeah, it's exciting. And, I mean, we do have a, a season of The Walking Dead to get through before we see a, even a hint at what Fear the Walking Dead looks like. But I'm I'm excited about Fear the Walking Dead. It's been renewed. There's a season five coming. Uh, lots more Walking Dead content in the near future to look forward to. Lou, I think that's going to do it for this episode as we, uh, you know, bide our time until Bob is able to return and, and discuss, you know, zombie content with us. But any uh, any final, you know, words to go out on and, and say to the final listeners? Uh, I never thought I'd say this, but if you've been listening to us, but you haven't been watching Fear the Walking Dead... I think uh, season four is a good season to start it, start with. Cool. Yeah, it should be on Netflix probably by the end of the year, right? Or is there an exclusive sort of deal? Uh, in, the, in the U.S., it is exclusive to Hulu, and it usually shows up about three months after it finished airing. Well, there you go. If you're in the U.S., check it out on Hulu in the next couple months or uh, probably subscribe to AMC and you'll be able to watch it. But um yeah, good stuff. I'm really, I'm honestly pleasantly surprised uh, that that we've able to been discuss this in such a positive manner. But um, speaking of positivity, again, Extra Life this weekend, we're going to be playing Resident Evil 7. If you donate, we will play an extra 30 minutes. Currently, we're at 30 minutes now. And I think even 30 minutes, you're going to get your, uh, your dollar's worth for them kids, as I will no doubt be screaming my pants off, even though it is bright outside. So look forward to that bit.ly slash tgi extra life 2018 you'll find all the details there and i really do hope you folks stop by saturday morning at 11 a.m twitch.tv slash ryan murphy ca you're gonna love it uh bit.ly slash zamp discord you can join in on the conversation there i want to thank the patrons over at patreon.com slash zombies ain't my podcast without you this show would not be as epic as it is thank you so much uh, visit our website, zombiesatemypodcast.com, for all the links, including email, Twitter, Facebook. Uh, you can find myself at our Murphy on Twitter, Lou's at Busy Zombie Lord, and Bob is at Bobbert F. Finally, a quick shout out to Joel Duggan for the artwork, joelduggan.com. This has been Zombies Ate My Podcast, and Lou, give us one final piece of advice. Don't be like Morgan, always shoot them in the head, even if they're not dead. Mm-hmm. Solid advice. Thank you.